Thank you so much for hitting the play button on another episode of A Duff Said. I'm Duff Tyler. On this edition, I took the show on the road to Lance Cruz North High School. Now, I've been there before for this podcast, but this time I was there to talk about girls basketball. Now, when you think about all the great high school programs here in the state of Michigan for girls basketball, Lance Cruz North isn't exactly one that comes to mind. But ever since Brooke Daniels arrived on the scene three years ago, she's been rewriting the narrative. Last season, she helped lead the Crusaders to their first undefeated regular season. She also helped lead them to their first regional championship in 41 years. Oh, and along the way, she also joined the 1000 Point Club. Now, those accomplishments are part of the reason why she is going to Oakland University next season to play basketball for the Grizzlies. And on top of all of that, her name is on this year's list of candidates for Miss Basketball in the state of Michigan. Now, I caught up with her recently to discuss all of that and also to get her thoughts on what it's been like to play for a new head coach. Claire Caprell spent seven years coaching softball at her alma mater, Chippewa Valley High School. And now she's in her first season coaching the Crusaders. She's also in her first season ever coaching high school girls basketball. Her first time out, she's coaching one of the state's best players. And she's coaching a team that's got its sights set on a state championship. No pressure there, right? So later on, we'll get her thoughts on what it's been like to make the switch from the diamond to the hardwood. But first up, let's meet Brooke Daniels. That conversation starts now. What has the start of this season been like for you? Um... It's just been a lot about growing as a player, getting ready to play at the next level, uh, helping my team, helping them get better as players too. Playing a point guard role, you really have to make sure you're dis- uh, distributing the ball well enough for everybody. Um, and I just feel like I need to do a better job shooting the ball uh, long range too. Now in some ways, we talked about it just a second ago, this has been like last season. You guys were undefeated, but one thing is definitely new. You've got a new head coach over there. Yeah. What's it been like to play for her so far? Um, It's definitely exciting. She's a young coach. She understands the game. Everyone has a really good relationship with her. She's really open to new ideas. She's, like, easy to talk to. Uh, She knows the game. And we have a good coaching staff as well. What was that first meeting between the two of you like? Um, It was basically her just explaining herself. I mean, she was an athlete, so that really means a lot when you have somebody who has played a sport at least and has been through that. Um, she played at Chippewa, so she played softball, so that was really, like, a good thing. She went to college for it, and she just really understood me as a player and as a person. We have a really open relationship. Yeah, talk a little bit about that relationship. What's it been like so far? Um, she's, op- like, in practice, we always talk to each other. In games, we always talk to each other. She understands me. She respects me as a player. Um, I respect her as a coach, too. Um, we have a really good relationship. You played your first three seasons here under Robert Johnston. How would you describe the impact that he had on you as a player? Um, I would say he kind of had an impact, but it was mostly like what I had to do on the court because at the end of the day, it's what I can produce. Um, He did a good job making sure a lot of us were ready, but 
You spent the first three seasons learning under him, but when you got here as a freshman, this team had a much different look. The program was a lot different than it is now. What does it mean to you to know that you played a role in turning this team into what it is now? Um, it means a lot. Um, that was the biggest part of me coming here. I wanted to build a legacy, build a legacy with my teammates. Live in Jakai, we played together since middle school. It means a lot because this school hasn't really been far since like 2012 when Tyler Conklin was here. And I just really want to build like a good foundation for girls basketball at Lance Cruz North. Take me through the early days when you were with this program. What was it like as you were learning the ropes of high school basketball? and working to make this team better than it was back then? Um, it was definitely understanding my role and having to strengthen my weaknesses. Um, I was a freshman, like 5'5", 115 pounds, so that was a lot dealing with girls who had 30 and 40 pounds on me in a couple of inches. Um, I definitely had to build my IQ up and, you know, learn game situations just like how it was now. Um, you know, recognizing my fouls, seeing what type of teammates I have on the floor, knowing how the refs are calling, all that type of stuff just kind of builds me up. Take me through that first game that you played here at Lance Cruz North. What do you remember about it? Um, I most definitely remember having butterflies, but at the same time, I've had a ball in my hands all my life, so I just knew I kind of had to take care of business and, you know, perform. What was your biggest takeaway from those early years here at Lance Cruz North? Um, it was definitely having to build my IQ and build the game situation and understand like what my team needed from me and also staying within my prime because you know there's a lot of things that can take you off your game and it's just like you have to stay positive and stay locked in. Last season was a breakout year for Lance Cruz North. You guys ran the table throughout much of the season. You went undefeated deep into the playoffs. But first, you put together the first undefeated regular season in school history. What was it like for you to be a part of something so monumental here at Lancaster? It was definitely very monumental, very special, but it was during COVID, so we didn't get to experience a lot of the things that we should have. Um, it meant a lot to me because, like I said, I've always wanted to build a legacy and build a type of foundation for girls' basketball because I feel like a lot of people are not aware of how talented some of these girls are. That's a good point that you bring up there because when you are going out and having these kind of performances and, and breaking records and you know setting examples for younger people, what's it like to know that you've been that kind of trendsetter and role model here? Um, it definitely makes me feel like I have to understand that every, like, you know, majority of the time when I come out on the floor, a lot of people are watching me. Um, I have to watch how I carry myself, how I react to certain calls and everything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just me playing basketball. So I just have to stay in my prime and be locked in. Take me back to last season. What was the mood like in the locker room and out on the court weekend and week out, game after game, when you guys were just continuously undefeated? Um, it was definitely a good mood, a happy mood. Um, it, was, it was just something to be a part of. It was a special moment, definitely. That undefeated season brought this school its first regional championship since 1980. Yes. What was it like for you to be a part of that and to help bring Lance Cruz North girls basketball back on the map? It, it felt really special because like my trainer Jermaine Jackson always told me like you have to build a legacy and not run from anything like that. And it was really good having my teammates helping me and everything like that. Like Ja'Kai and Liv, they played a huge role in our, our team winning. And I can't thank him enough for that.
So you guys got all the way to the state quarterfinals, and that's when you ran into a very good Detroit Renaissance team. Yeah. Only loss of the season. Mm -hmm. What did you take from that moment? Um, I took a lot. I played with Davis and Shannon for like three years, so I knew it was going to be a tough battle. They're also coached by Shane, so he was very – He's a very experienced coach. It was definitely a, a different atmosphere that our team has never played against before. Um, they're an uppity team. They run the floor. Everybody can play one through five, and we've never really played a team like that. It was it was a really good experience, and I know that we all, like, dealt with the issue, like, from that being forward because we all wanted to win that game. When you're walking off the court after that loss, what's going through your mind, and what are you thinking about for next season? Um, we just have to let it go and get back, get better and get back in the gym. You said you've always had a basketball in your hands. Mm -hmm. When did you first get a hold of a basketball? Probably when I was like five years old. I played multiple uh, sports with my brother and I really started uh, training with my uh, trainer, Jermaine, when I was in like maybe second or third grade. And that's when he really started to excel me as a player. I take it he's probably been the biggest influence on you as far as basketballs. Um, him and most definitely my grandfather. Uh, he played at Kentucky State. My family is pretty much surrounded by athletes. So, yeah. What was that relationship with you and your grandfather like? How many times did you guys go out on the driveway or in the gym and play some hoops? Um, when I was younger, he always used to have me dribbling up and down the street with my left hand. Um, as you heard him at the game, he was telling me to stay in my prime. He, he's definitely somebody who's always in my corner. I can count on him for everything. Like, I know we're probably going to watch film on this game after, so he can tell me what I did wrong and stuff like that. He's definitely my number one figure when it comes to basketball. I did hear him say that a few times. Yes. He is probably one of your biggest cheerleaders. Yes, he is. I love that. I, I think that's great that you still have that relationship with him. When you were coming up learning in the game of basketball with him and with Jermaine and so many other people, what were some of the obstacles that you had to overcome early on to be at the level that you are now? Um, it was definitely learning how to be a basketball player and not being stuck with just playing one position. Um, I'm classified as a point guard, but in my figure, I can really play one through three. And that's what Jermaine and my grandfather always taught me. You have to be able to, you offer more when you're more versatile. You broke a record last year that had stood for 41 years. You eclipsed 1,000 points for your career. First, take me through the moment when you scored your 1,000 point. What do you remember about that moment? Um, I'm pretty sure it was a close game against them last year in the crossover championship or one of those two. Um, I remember scoring, or it might have been in Port Huron, I'm not sure, but it was definitely a, a close game and my team needed me to go out there and produce. What was going through your mind when you reached that milestone that you knew you'd accomplish something pretty special? I was very excited. Um, it was sentimental. I've always wanted to reach that 1,000 point. It's definitely something that like every like basketball player wants to achieve. After the game, how'd you celebrate it? Um, I went out to eat with my family. <laughs> Perfect. That's the thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, he's, he, I'm sure you still heard, stay in your prime. You know, it's just one stay accomplishment. Let's move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Now, I have read some quotes about you from other coaches in the area, and they have described you as a player that can take over a game at any moment. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have the respect of your coach and all of your teammates, mm -hmm. but what's it like to know that you have that respect from the people that you go up against uh, night in and night out on the court? Um, it's definitely a huge pressure, like you saw. Um, majority of the time, they always have somebody in help on me. Uh, a lot of the times I get face guarded, they put a box in one. 
um, it's, it's a nice respect to have, but it also comes with a lot of pressure. But, I mean, that's just a part of the game. You are now on a list of candidates for Miss Basketball here in the state of Michigan. It's probably just crazy to even hear that. Yes. So what would it mean to you if at the end of the season you're the one they give that honor to? It would definitely mean the world for me and also my school because I don't think they've had a Miss Basketball candidate before. Um, it's definitely something that I've been working for all my life. You are going to Oakland next season. Mm -hmm. What was it about the school and its program that stood out to you? Um, definitely my relationship with the coaches. Um, Coach Keisha has recruited me since I was in like eighth grade. Um, it's a nice environment to be in. It's close to home. And it's like my type of playing style. They run an all-guard push, so that's really what I've looked forward to. And that's the type of stuff that you have to really watch in recruiting as if they play the type of playing style that you fit into. How thrilled are you to get that chance to stay close to home? Oh, I'm very excited. And I know my parents are going to be at all my games. So you'll still have that cheering section. What about Grandpa? Is he going to be there too? Yeah, he'll be here. He's going to have to get Grizzly season tickets. Start forking over the money now, Grandpa. You're going to be a Grizzly fan. Yes. Now, as you continue your senior year here at Lance Cruz North, what are the goals that you have set for yourself and this group? Um, my big, my goal is to win a state championship. Um, and my goal is to help all my teammates get better, build them up as women, uh, build their character, and build them up as basketball players too. I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to write the script for your final moment here at Lance Cruz North. You get to decide how it's going to end. What would be the ultimate way to go out here at Lance Cruz North? Uh, definitely win a state championship. What would it mean for you to win that for this school particularly? A school that's never reached that level and, like you said, has never really had that reputation for girls basketball. Um, it would mean the world to me, honestly, and the world to my team. Um, a lot of people don't get to say that they're state championship winners, and I think it'll be a big thing for also the city of Macomb as well. Coming up, five things you need to know about Brooke Daniels. Support for a Duff Said comes from you, the listener. It also comes from people like Bethany and Michelle, who recently became patrons of this podcast. And you can too. For as little as $2 a month or $24 a year, you can help A Duff Said continue to grow and continue to provide the great content that you've come to expect from me each week. And if you're a patron, you get access to exclusive content that sometimes doesn't make it into the show. So just go to patron.podbean.com backslash a duff said so now we're going to do a little something fun here this is five things that you need to know about brooke daniels first off what is your hype song uh definitely all love by drake jay-z tell me about your pregame ritual what do you have to do before a game starts to get yourself in that mindset uh, definitely dance and listen to music. I saw you dance in the introductions, and that was perfect. <laughs> yeah. I got a feeling it gets a lot more intense uh, when you guys are in the locker room and it's and dances at school. Yes. What do you like most about the holiday season? Um, more people are going to come out to the games because, you know, everybody's at home. Man, you stay focused in basketball. I like it. I was expecting to say, oh, you know, I love to <laughs> hang out at the, around the house with the family, the holidays, the trees, and all that stuff. 
You are all about what goes out there on, out on the court. Mm-hmm. I love it. What are you hoping to get for Christmas? Definitely, possibly a pair of Uggs that I asked my mom for. All right, we're putting her on the spot. Mom, she needs that pair of Uggs, so <laughs> let's make that happen. Yes. Now, outside of basketball, what are some goals that you've set for yourself for the new year? Definitely to be ready to play at Oakland um, and to graduate with, like, 3.4 GPA, 3.6 GPA. I wish you all the best in achieving that. Thank, Thank you. you so much for making the time this Thank week. You. Best of luck to you. Congratulations. Up next, we meet the coach of the Crusaders, Claire Capral. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. Stop by Fourth Coast and try some of their many flavors on tap. You can also take some home in a can or a howler. Fourth Coast is open Thursday through Sunday. For a complete list of ciders and hours, go to fourthcoastciderworks.com. The best hard cider is on the Fourth Coast. And that's a Duff Said. So I'd rather lose early in the season rather than later. And obviously the entire regular season is practice for the postseason. Lance Cruz North head basketball coach Claire Capral was not too concerned about a recent 10-point loss that the Crusaders had on their home floor to Gross Point North. Now, unlike last year when the Crusaders ran the table all the way to the state quarterfinals, there will not be an undefeated regular season this year at Lance Cruz North. But that's okay, because for these girls, that was just practice for their ultimate goal And that's a trip to the Breslin Center in March to play for a state championship. What will it take for this group to get there? Well, that's one of many questions I asked their new head coach, Claire Capral. And that conversation starts now. What has this experience been like for you coaching these girls? This is your first year as head coach of Lance Cruz North. What's it been like so far? So far, it's been a blast. You know, basketball has always been my first love, but I've coached softball for many years because that was is what was open at Chippewa. But having the opportunity to come back um, to the basketball court has been everything I hoped for. The girls are phenomenal. The parents are phenomenal. The school is supportive. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better experience. You told me that you got a call in the off season that they wanted you to come in and coach. And, it, and you look into the situation like, okay, I'm getting a team that just went to the state quarterfinals. You've got one of the best players in the area. What's that to like? Yeah, to be honest, it was um, three days before tryouts is when they called me. And I actually didn't know how good Lance Cruz North was. I had decided to kind of give up coaching with softball to raise my family and I had found out I was pregnant again. I honestly thought I would never coach high school sports again. I was going to, you know, spend time with my family. So um, I didn't know what I was about to walk into. And so I remember accepting the job and then someone saying, well, do you know who Brooke Daniels is? And I was like, no, I don't. And I did a little Google search and I was blown away. So that's kind of the story. Of Surprise. How yeah. So and it's been nothing but a wonderful experience. What was it like the first time that you met her? 
I think she was a little skeptical um, in her defense. You know, she had a coach last year. They hired a new one um, for this season, and he had to unexpectedly step away. So now I'm the third person coming in. And I think she was kind of like, you know, we're so good. Why are we juggling coaches right now? You know, a little bit, um, like, apprehensive. And I also don't come in with a huge it's my way or the highway ego. So I think that kind of took the girls a little bit off in the beginning. Um, but you know, and and to be honest, when I started, I didn't think she would, uh, be open to my suggestions. And I was completely wrong from day one. When I told her, you know, you have to move this way to go that way, whatever. She said, okay, and she did exactly what she was being asked to do, even though she didn't know me. So she put some blind trust in me. That had to be pretty scary for you just coming into that situation. And like you said, they had a coach that had been here for a few years. They, they excelled under him for the last three seasons when Brooke was a freshman. And as she got older, the team got better. Mm-hmm. And now you come in yeah. and you're kind of the new kid on the block. You know, what's going through your mind? And wondering, are these girls even going to accept me? <laughs> yeah. You know, you build a reputation for yourself, you know, and I had built that at Chippewa. And I wouldn't say scared was necessarily the word I would use, but I was definitely, um, I guess, concerned um, about how I was going to win this team over. And that was my ultimate goal was to have them buy into what I was saying and to trust me um, with their season. That starts things off well. And obviously when you're winning, it's a lot, everything's fun and easy. so yeah, I mean, it's been great. And again, the work ethic is tremendous. So four and one start is great. They, um, they know how to win and they're really good at it. And that makes showing up every day a lot easier. Take me through your time at Chippewa Valley. You were the softball coach there for seven years. Uh, what, what did you do prior to that? Um, I was in college. So I, when I graduated from college, actually Gross Point North hired me for one year as their varsity softball coach right out of college. I'll never forget his name was the athletic director, Ben Banfield, gave me a huge opportunity I'm, I'll be forever grateful for. And because of that opportunity, when Dave Preston-Inzi at Chippewa decided to um, step down, I had just gotten hired there. And I went to Chippewa. They knew me. And um, I had had a varsity season under my belt at Gross Point North. And so they took a risk on me as well and hired me as the varsity coach. And we had some great years there, some phenomenal years. What are some of your fondest memories coaching softball at Chippewa Valley? Oh, man. Uh, Beating Dakota in the district finals. Well, that's always a big thrill (laughs) when you're at Chippewa Valley. Of course, but we hadn't beaten them in years. Uh, We moved up from the bottom of the Mac White to the Mac Red. I mean, I had some phenomenal players come through, Ivy Velasquez, Gina Liss. I mean, I'm I'm still in contact with them today. So I I think the relationships are really one of the highlights. Now, where did you go to high school at? I went to Chippewa Valley. And now you're a crusader. Yes. What has that been like? Has anyone from uh, Chippewa Valley from back in those days uh, just reminded you you're kind of playing in enemy territory now? (laughs) Uh, Not necessarily back in those days. All of my, you know, former coaches who I still stay in contact with, they're all thrilled for me because they know that basketball has always been my number one passion. I've always secretly wanted to get back into it. But the kids like to give me a hard time about it now when they realize I'm over here. Um, But, no, it's been all fun and games, so. 
you took some time off to start a family. Yes. How is that going for you? It's going well. Um, we struggled uh, getting pregnant for three years, and so that was the decision behind taking the time off. And we got pregnant, and I had a little boy, and now I'm also pregnant again. So I'm doing June. Congratulations. That is yeah. so awesome. So what do you think is going to be harder, being a mom or being a coach? <laughs> um, I think definitely the lack of sleep is the hardest part of it all. Yeah, with these girls, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no, they're and they're tremendous. Um, you know, we it, it's been this has been such a joy um, coaching here and working with these girls, and the parents have been super supportive. Administration's been supportive. Um, I definitely don't lose sleep over them. <laughs> As you said, this was kind of like practice for the postseason. What will it take for you guys to get really far in March, which I know is the goal for you guys? It is going to take our other starters stepping up significantly, which I know they can do. Um, right now they kind of take turns stepping up. If you look at our scores, you'll see that, you know, one game Michaela has an amazing game, the next it's Olivia, then Ja'Kaia. Um, but we need them all to step up because people do hone in on Brooke Daniels. And when that happens, the others who on any other team would be the go-to person also should and can step up, and I think they will. You didn't know much about Brooke Daniels yeah. when you took over this team. Yeah. And what's it been like for you just to watch the way she plays night in and night out? There were some great moments in this game that didn't involve scoring. She was diving for loose balls. Yeah. She was making uh, attempts to disrupt what they were doing on offense. There was even a moment with less than two minutes to go where she attempted to uh, make a big play for you guys to get the ball back. She goes down for a few minutes. So that had to be some tense moment for you guys, but she gets right back up. She doesn't even take a time out on the bench. She's staying in the game. Yeah. What's it like to see that kind of intensity? She's honestly surprised me from the beginning because she is the hardest worker at practice. And I feel like typically when you're the best player, you're not always the hardest worker because you know you can get away with something. Um, but she is always the hardest worker. And honestly, I feel like she's a wizard out there. Somehow she comes up with all these rebounds. Um, she's the, her passing is amazing. Um, was I nervous when she went down? Yeah, but honestly, I don't think anything could keep her out of a basketball game. So she's itching to practice every single day. She's like, are we practicing yet when we're in film? Um, I mean, I I've never seen someone work so hard. Where does she rank among some of the players that you've seen in high school basketball? Because this is your first year coaching basketball, so this is something totally different. You're getting to see her for the first time as her coach in her senior year. But in terms of all the basketball players that you've seen come up at the high school game, mm -hmm. where does she rank among those? By far the best. I mean, there's no one that I've seen play that compares to her. Uh, she she is honestly brilliant out there and if you listen to her suggestions and take her uh critiques i mean she will make you a better basketball player she fully understands the game she's great at coaching her teammates she makes everyone look good out there um and again she does so much she rebounds she steals she gives the assists she scores i mean like she literally does everything She's now in contention for yes. Miss Basketball yes. in the state of Michigan. Her yes. name is on that short list as we speak. Right. I'm going to give you the chance to make the case on this podcast for her to win that award. Try to win me over. <laughs> All right. If I got to win you over, give me a second to think about okay. this. So 
I think Brooke Daniels should win Miss Basketball because she makes everyone around her a better player. She has put Lance Cruz North basketball on the map um, single-handedly, and she works harder than anyone I know. She can control a game. Uh, she can completely stop the other team's best player, and she is a competitor, and she can play with the best of them. I would put my money on her every day. I am sold for one particular reason, because you said she put Lance Cruz North on the map. When you look at all the powerhouse programs that have produced so many great players here in the state of Michigan, right. that list right now for Miss Basketball includes the usual suspects, right. Detroit Edison, right. the Grand Rapids schools, the Lansing schools. Right. I don't think anybody really ever thinks about Lance Cruz North when it right. comes to girls basketball, but thanks to Brooke Daniels, now they do. Oh, absolutely. Um, and thanks to Brooke Daniels, uh, we have a very good chance of winning a state championship and going very far. So she absolutely deserves it. She carries this team on her shoulders. And, you know, the, it, she's been so much more to the school than just scoring points. You know, people have been learning from her for four years. She's created a culture here of extreme competitors. You know, I give a ton of credit to Brooke Daniels because she absolutely deserves it. But her supporting cast is dominant as well. And, um, a lot of that is due to her. She she brings out the best in people. She works them hard, and she helps them. And I mean, it, Lance Cruz North will be on the map for a long time because of her. What do you hope the legacy is that she leaves behind? I hope she leaves behind the work ethic. You know, she these young girls watching her on the freshman and JV watch her put in the work. Um, I mean, she's dripping sweat every single practice, and they watch uh, how she competes. She won't let anyone run her off the court. It doesn't matter who we're scrimmaging, whether it's the boys or, you know, the parents. Um, and so I hope that's what people take away is her work ethic because to get where she's at, she's had to sacrifice a lot, and she's had to work more than I think people realize. Claire, thank you so much for making the time this week. I wish you guys all the best moving forward. Good luck in getting that goal towards a state title. Thank you so much. And on that note, we put to bed another edition of A Duff Said. Be sure to check out my Facebook page, Sports Journalist Duff Tyler. You can also follow me on Twitter, at Duff Tyler. And if you would like to hear previous episodes of A Duff Said, you know what to do. Just go to my website, aduffsaid.com. Click on the A Duff Said Episodes tab to check out this and previous episodes of the show. Until next time, this is Duff Tyler reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true. Because that's what A Duff Said. Happy holidays, everybody.